Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs of the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. I'm glad to have you back. So, can you believe it? It's already a quarter of the season all done. That's right. The Spurs are past or at the quarter mark of their season. Still got a lot of games left, about 60-ish to go. But we're going to look back and uh, look at the Spurs' uh, quarter mark start. What do we like? What don't we like? Is the record reflective of what they are? And uh, what do we see ahead? And maybe we have time to get into some Spurs news and notes. Do that. I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He is host of the Two Shots podcast. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Are you in the Christmas spirit already? Oh, I am, man. I'm, I'm actually on, on a beer hunt right now as we speak because one of my favorite beers just dropped. So I got to go check out my local. What's that? What's, what beer is that? Big Rojo from isla brewing company they uh just dropped their their beer finally because they're they're a small brewery so it's a big deal that they finally got into heb stores and they're at one of my local heb stores so after this i'm headed over there jeff to go snag some up maybe i'll i'll get a couple extra so you can try it out is that like big red just in spanish exactly exactly so the syrup that they use in the big red soda they actually use that in the beer and then they ferment it make it however they make it Either way, it's a good stuff. It's good stuff, man. So I got to let you try it. And I think you you tried it before, right? I've tried it before. It's really good, man. So you're going to drink it. And even the can kind of looks like a big red soda. It says Big Rojo on it. But it's good stuff, man. I, I know you'll enjoy it. Leave it to Joe to bring in the Christmas spirit with booze. Way yeah. Go, Joe. Can't be boozing it up already. Got Still got you, a few man. more days till Christmas. Christmas man, if anybody knows, anybody knows anything about the holidays... The only way you make it through the holiday season with family and friends and all that, you got to booze it up, dude. <laughs> make sure to follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And, uh, of course, go visit uh, him on his website, Two Shots Podcast. By the way, is everything going okay with uh, Two Shots? What's going on? Yeah, I've been actually working a lot behind the scenes. I've been uh, talking with a lot of people behind the scenes. And I just got accepted to Amazon Music. So now I'm all available on all the Alexa devices and they send me a, a media pack and all this other stuff. And I'm in talks behind the scenes with uh, an up and coming podcast platform. Now they're talking about maybe paying me to do episodes of two shots on their platform. So we're, we're got a lot of deals working on in the background. I just got accepted into the Spotify, an early adopter to, to go ahead and release the podcast as a video format on, on the Spotify flat plat platform so excuse me i get tongue-tied but it's it's big news you know a lot of things happening behind the scenes well way to go joe and hopefully things get even bigger for two shots podcast let's go and dive into our uh, main topic of this episode and that is the spurs at the quarter mark point of their season can you believe it joe you know a fourth of the season is all but done and uh, as of this recording you know they're they're still well under <laughs> 500 8 and 15 but nevertheless, Joe, let's get some overall thoughts. We're going to do some specifics. What are your overall thoughts about this team after uh, the quarter mark point of the season? They still have a lot of work to do, but they're trending in the right direction. Like I had told you before, Jeff, I was fine with the losses. As long as we saw growth out of the young core, I think it's safe to say out of the last couple of games, we've seen the growth out of the young core, except they kind of digressed a little bit against the Knicks, but it's to be expected. I mean, it's going to be a season of ups and downs, ups and downs. 
But I kind of like what I'm seeing out of this young Spurs core. I mean, can you imagine if it wasn't for DeJounte playing at the high level he's playing at, Jeff? Dare I say we could be talking about the Spurs only winning two games, maybe one, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But overall, you know, my thoughts are um, they're developing. And that's yeah. what you just want to see. You're there just developing. I'm not expecting a river parade celebrating a title this summer. I'm not expecting a deep playoff push. I just want to see incremental growth from this team. And we've seen that. We see them go on a four-game losing streak, a uh, three-game losing streak, and they get one. Uh, and that's what I expected. And so far, there hasn't been a shock. Now, right now, they're riding a two-game losing streak, uh, losing to Phoenix and then the Knicks in San Antonio. But even then, even in the losses, Joe, for the most part, there's been a few that have been stinkers and, you know, they got, you know, just beat up. But if you look at their L's, they relatively been in, in, in competitive. Um, they're giving uh, some of the top teams the business. I mean, they went to the Milwaukee Bucks gym and they beat the defending champs in Milwaukee. They made uh, the uh, Phoenix Suns sweat. Uh, you know, they took advantage of teams that were hurting. You know, Damian Lillard and without the Blazers, they get the W. Steph Curry had a bad shooting night. They go to the Warriors gym. They get the W. So you're seeing that incremental growth um, at the quarter mark of the century. And I think that's the best case scenario uh, for this team, Joe, is just little by little getting better. Yeah, little by little getting better, but still a lot of uh, room for improvement. You know, specifically, they need to figure out how they can go ahead and continue to play at a high level, specifically in the third quarters. You know, third quarters for this, especially this season, have kind of been the Achilles heel of this team. If they can kind of learn to figure things out a little bit more when they're coming into that third quarter after the half, I think that would help them uh, either sustain a lead or, you know, cut the cut the deficit down a little bit if they're playing from behind, especially if they're on the road. There, there's just some things that they need to figure out, especially the the shooting, Jeff, sometimes it's been atrocious. They look good in the oh, first yeah, half. Yeah. That second half, it's just miserable. It's misery right, looking right. at them. You know, it's painful. Uh, in that third quarter, they just can't buy a bucket. So much so yeah, that Coach yeah. Pop has to go ahead and call Brent Forbes and say, hey, man, get us some buckets. And thank God that he's been hitting some some jumpers and some threes, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. the team has to figure it out. I mean, I think they get a little complacent and – you know, again, a young young team trying to find their their way, and you know, you like the direction that they're going, but man, the third quarter, Jeff, it's been pretty bad, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they, they they've had their ups and downs, and um, there was a, a stat, at least um, let's just put it this way: they're well under five hundred if they're not leading after the third quarter, road or home. So that tells you a lot that it takes some something to get them going in that final frame to get Ws, but. You look at this team, and one thing that I thought would be addressed, and I thought they addressed it, you know, Doug McDermott bringing back uh, Brent Forbes, is the three-point shot. You heard the players talk about it in the offseason. Murray, oh, I'm working on my three-shot. Keldon, I'm working on my three-shot. And credit Keldon, he's gotten better over the last few games from the three-line. But overall, Joe, just team-wise, they're still in the same spot they were last season. They're... <laughs> Dead last in three-point attempts, just like they were last year. Yeah. They're one of the worst in uh, three-pointers made. They're, they're 29th in the league. Uh, but it, it seems to me that's still an issue with this team, Joe. It is. I mean, at, at the end of the day, they don't have a lot of 
three-point specialist on this team. They have, you know, what, Doug McDermott. They got Bryn Forbes, you know. <laughs> he's supposed to be a sniper from beyond the arc. You know, he looked great with the Bucks, And he's doing okay with the Spurs. You know, I can't fault him for for giving us some 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 decent minutes as of late. You know, he's been playing really good. Uh, but at the end of the day, this this just isn't a very good three-point shooting team. I mean, that it's safe to say that this trend will probably continue for the rest of the season. You know, they're they're probably going to be at, at the bottom of the league when it comes to three-point percentage and three-point, uh, m- you know, makes and all that. I mean, they're probably chunking them up. They're just not falling, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no way to easy fix for it other than just keep on gotta, trying yeah. to take your open shots yeah. and hopefully they fall down. Some games exactly. you do, and some games uh, not so much, you know? Now, now, at the quarter mark of the century, um, of a century, I'm sorry, the season, excuse me, um, there are signs that maybe this team does have an identity. And as of right now, at least the numbers show that their identity is maybe on the defensive end. Uh, right now, there are six in turnovers. Uh, so, um, you know, they're, they're definitely keeping the turnovers low. Um, seventh in steals. So they're pickpocketing a lot. That's great. Twelfth in blocks. And um, you're looking at this team and you're, look, you're, like, you're like, wow, you know, like maybe they just got to get it done the defensive end. They're 19th in rebounds or 20th in defense overall in the NBA. Joe, is their identity at this point of the season just to try to get it done defensively to lead to offense? Oh, don't you love the sound of a cash register or getting some new money in there? I bet you do. And I bet it makes you smile. It's another sound of a sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS or point-of-sale app and the company hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstarts, startups, established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online, in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps make you, uh, well, your, your entrepreneurial dreams come true. I love Shopify. They have all the tools and resources you need for any business. Easy to use, and you can succeed from down the street to around the globe. It allows you to gain insight to grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. It powers over 1.7 million businesses. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnMBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access, that's full access, to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business by using Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnMBA right now. Shopify.com slash LockedOnMBA. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent is a business scam to get you out of your money. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it very simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I use Truebill. I've saved tons of money. You should try it too. It's all, even it's help over 2 million users and help them save over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnMBA. 
Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's the only thing you can do. You know, if, if one aspect of your game isn't very good, try to concentrate on the aspect of your game that can hopefully get you some easy buckets and keep you in close games, you know, or even try to cut the deficit. I think if they continue to go ahead and play solid defense, they keep themselves in the game. And as we've seen uh, this season in a rebuilding season for them with the young core, the games have been pretty close. Some of them have gotten away from them. They've lost some games that they had the lead in. And, you know, that kind of left a sour taste in their mouth. Specifically, look at what happened with the Dallas Mavericks. You know, they were up on the Mavs by 20-something points. And then mm-hmm. the lead all but evaporated and the Mavs wind up winning that game. Uh, so there's just, you know, those things that they need to clean up. But I like the fact that they're playing better defensively. You know, it, it gives them that opportunity to do get, you know, get some easy buckets. And we saw that, you know, even in the in the game against the Warriors that they lost. You know, we did see defense turn into offense. That's a good thing. So if they can go ahead and just play really solid nose defense, you know, like I said, it, it'll keep them close in the games. But I just think that ex- inexperience rears its ugly head sometimes jeff but eventually they'll start playing a lot better you know i I like the trend right now but defense 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 is going to win them the games you know yeah as of this recording uh, at this point of their season you know they're definitely trending in the right uh direction you know i know their record doesn't reflect it eight and 15 i get that but they just coming off a four game win streak i didn't think they're gonna have a a four game win streak this season at all. I mean, I wasn't expecting this. You know what? Why don't you raise your hand? Because you probably are like me. You thought the game was over against the Knicks in the third quarter. You know? Well, yeah, but but even that, I'm glad you brought up the Knicks because you know they show some fight. Um, you know, and that's you know, the most part of this team. They show fight. They show a never die attitude for the most part. Again, there was that horrible horrible game versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. There was that game against the Kings where they just got you know smacked up and down. But again. For the most part, they're staying in games, win or lose. Joe, you're looking at this team, and uh, you, you know their their confidence is high. Uh, there are some times where I think that uh, you know you're just seeing just the growth and development pains of a very young team, and you we're seeing that. But individually, Joe, there are some bright spots. You know, you mentioned Dejounte Murray; he's been a revelation this year. Yes, he is. You know, the guy that is, you know, keeping them in game for the most part. But Joe, let's start off with um, Kelvin Johnson. Are you surprised that he's been not really coming on the scene, you know, really making a big leap uh, so far to start this season? Uh, It hasn't surprised me. You know, I mean, he is what he is right now. I mean, he gets uh, he's one of these players who's very aggressive, brings a lot of energy out there on the court. And he gets tunnel vision a lot of times, you know, he just wants to be aggressive, attack, 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 attack. But I think he needs to just calm himself down a little bit, Jeff. I think if he starts to, you know, at some times look for the open man, other than just put his head down and go to the rim, uh, he can actually help his team a little bit more. But again, I'm not too surprised. I mean, he still has some some room to grow and he's still learning some things. He, I mean, let's let's face it, Jeff. I mean, he's really young. He came off an Olympic, a gold medal winning team at the Olympics with the Team USA. He had a lot of great mentorship over there, you know, so you kind of wanted to see that translate into this season. But 
you know, it, we just got to give him some time. I, I kind of like what he's doing this this year. You know, I like his aggression going towards the rim. I just want him to look for the open man a little bit more, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, I, I, I can I get why maybe Kelton is not having like a breakout season. You know, he's still playing well. I mean, he's, there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, you know, his ability to score. I mean, he is what the uh, second leading scorer on the team behind Murray at 14.4 points per game. Uh, you know, he rebounds at 6.4 per game, gives you about two assists per game. So, so it's not that he's bad. I just, ex- I really expected him to make some incredible leap. Like, I mean, like averaging point shooting 20, 20 and 10 a night. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> but Hey, look, you know, every, every young player we got to We got to remember he's just in his third season, just in his third season. He will get there. Look, look how long it's been taking the Murray to finally get to where he's at now. It took him a while. So um, we'll see what uh, Johnson has ahead of him. It doesn't, it doesn't help, too. He got hurt versus the Knicks, so we don't know how long mm-hmm. he might be out. Yeah, landed uh, on Jakob Portal's uh, ankle, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, an- another player that's really opening eyes at the quarter point of the Spurs season has been Devin Vassell. Joe, yeah. your thoughts on Vassell? No, I always liked Vassell, even in his rookie season last season. Uh, the kid just plays with a lot of poise. You just love his uh, his shot. You know, his release is so fluid, so smooth. Uh, has a high basketball IQ. Just seems to make the right decisions with the ball. Um, you like everything about him. You know, he's a, one of the Spurs, I think, best well-rounded players, both defensively and offensively. And you've seen that uh, pretty much this season. Um, I would like to see him, uh, you know, play a little bit more, but... He's been injured, you know, unfortunately for the Spurs, and they could really use him. You know, I think maybe they could have extended that win streak to five. You know, if Devin Vassell was there, they could have got the dub maybe against the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is what it is. But, I mean, the team, the good thing is, in the absence of Devin Vassell, the team is still, you know, keeping games pretty close, you know, uh, except for the the exception, I think, would be against the New York Knicks, you know. But you like the effort that they're putting forth you know yes they could use one Devin Vassell but you know why don't we talk a little bit about Lonnie Walker too Jeff because mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of fans are still going to Twitter I saw that this morning even yesterday saying that you know they just don't like what they're seeing out of Lonnie I think what we we're seeing out of Lonnie is him transitioning to expectations of Spurs fans wanting him to be a prolific scorer to now he's kind of transitioned into a kind of three and D guy I, I think that's his role on the team, you know? So mm-hmm. I like everything that Devin Vassell is doing. Kid has a, a bright future with this, but I think Lonnie still has a future with this if he can develop even more to a 3 and D guy, you know? Yeah, Vassell's averaging about 11.6 points per game, 3.7 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 1.2 steals. I like the balance there. Really good balance. You know, offensively, you get the uh, points in the bucket. Uh, defensively, we went over some of those numbers right now. He's shooting 38% from the three line, you know, for the Spurs standard, that's like, you know, all-star three-point shootout worthy already, you know, considering this first suck at the three line. <laughs> but I think he's definitely somebody that you want to keep an eye on as the season progresses. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings a typical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. 
hey, look, what are some of your favorite designs? Some of my favorite designers, you know, range uh, the gambit. You know, you got, you, you know, the Batman, the Goonies, you know, an old guy like me, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, D Disney, Marvel, the list goes on and on. NBA as well. They got it all there at Stance. What Stance apparel item do you like to wear the most? Let us know right now. Comfortable, easy to use. It's so soft. Hey, Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting. That those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. Get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of life less ordinary with Stance. I think it's safe to say, Jeff, that he might be an anchor on that second unit, you know? Yeah, I mean, who knows if he ever sniffs the first unit? I really believe he has that capability to be a starter in the league. We're talking with Joe Garcia. He is the host of Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. You know, you're talking about Lonnie Walker uh, a little while ago, and we're still seeing it, Joe, that inconsistency, just that inconsistency. So we'll look at his last, um, oh, his last four games. So at Portland, 15 minutes, seven points. At Golden State, 30 minutes, 21 points. At Phoenix, 19 points, six points. Versus New York, 16 minutes, three points. He shoots 14% from uh, the field against the Knicks, 33% against Phoenix, 53% against Golden State, and 37% versus the Blazers. Joe, he's just inconsistent. I think you, he is what he is. I mean, that, that's basically who he is. He's just an inconsistent player. He is, but like I said, I mean, if we break free of the stigma where we're wanting him to score buckets and just look at him at playing defense, being that yeah, 3 and yeah. D kind of guy, playing that perimeter, I think that's going to probably be where the Spurs are going to find value in him. You know, if you can get points off of him, that's just a plus. But at this juncture, maybe his true calling is just to play solid defense out there on the perimeter, you know, I, I think that might be a better fit for him, even though he has tons of athletic ability and he looks great in the open court. I just really believe that just being a three and D kind of guy is going to be uh, his role. You know, mm -hmm. the, like I said, Spurs fans just want him to be going out there in every single game, lighting it up, scoring double digits. And unfortunately, just that's just not him. That's just not going to happen. Not with this Spurs team. As you stated, mm -hmm. you see a lot of inconsistencies with him. And I think that goes back to the Spurs not utilizing, not utilizing him correctly. You know, um, I think they just need to, like I said, have him in that 3 and D kind of role, and, and that's going to be his bread and butter. If you get two, three points out of the kid, maybe four or five, it's a plus. But I think that's his true calling, man. We'll see if his future is in San Antonio. Uh, he is a restricted free agent, and if the quarter mark of the season is any indication, you know, the Spurs are going to have a lot of thinking to do about Lonnie Walker. Uh, Joe, uh, a few more things about the Spurs before we transition to our next uh, topic here, which is just some Spurs news and notes. Uh, you know, are you shocked that the Spurs are really just bad at the free throw line? I mean, they really are. I, mean, I think they're, they're one of the, the, I think they may be the worst free throw shooting team in the league, Joe. It doesn't surprise me. You kind of saw uh, last season that they still had a little bit of trouble from beyond from from the free throw line, from the stripe. And now in the absence of, you know, DeMar DeRozan and some of the other veterans, Rudy Gay's not here. Patty Mills is gone. Um, you just have an inexperienced team. You know, there's 
there's still a lot of work to be done, Jeff. And, and I think that them being the one of the worst teams from, you know, the stripe is kind of condicative of that, you know, still a lot of things that they need to clean up. I mean, you need to be able to knock down your free throws, especially in closed games or even to get back in a game if you're getting fouled, kind of like Keldon. You know, Keldon gets fouled a lot. You need to be able to make your free throws. And at the end of the day, they got nobody to blame but themselves. Got to go back mm-hmm. in the gym and just keep shooting them. I mean, they got one of the best in the game. They got Chip there. So I think uh, Chip has his work cut out for him, Jeff. Oh, you know, I think they all, yeah. I mean, I think everybody needs to learn to uh, hit those free throws. I mean, sometimes you that's been the difference in a lot of these uh losses you know just free throws yeah, so it's been you would points, five points you know yeah free throw there you and, go and, and you would think that something so simple a free throw wouldn't be an issue for the spurs but it uh, is <laughs> it is have you ever played a game of 21 and then you exactly. go up and you try to hit your free throws in it and you sometimes miss. it goes yeah. in sometimes <laughs> it <doesn't. laughs> hey joe i was gonna ask you uh i know we're gonna transition to our next point but we can't you know forget about the rookie uh josh primo Starting to little by little get a little bit more NBA burn versus Austin burn. He'll likely still see some time in Austin, but nevertheless, Spurs are starting to look at him now to get a little bit of minutes now. What have you been seeing out of young Primo? Oh, again, just you just love the kid playing with a lot of confidence, you know, played quite well too against the Knicks, you know. So I did see that he did not make the trek back to Austin. So Mm-mm. maybe they want to go ahead and keep him here. They kind of see that maybe the kid's ready uh, to be given some minutes. I hope that trend continues because who doesn't love to see Josh Primo out there on the court at only, what, 19 years of age now? I think is yep. he just... No, 18. Old. He's still 18. He's still 18. I know his birthday's coming up soon, though. Yeah, Isn't it's it definitely coming up? up, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the kid, 18, dude, being able to play at the NBA level and kind of hold your own. I mean, who was who? what, what Spurs fan isn't excited to see that, you know? maybe yeah. the future superstar getting some minutes. I mean, look at the team right now. Everybody's just like, let's just give, you know, give Primo, you know, so-and-so's minutes and put him in the game. Well, they're, they're putting him in and he didn't go back with Austin. So I think Spurs fans are, are kind of getting their wish. Let's, let's see how the kid can do. I'm excited, Jeff. This is exciting for me. Yeah. If you want to read more about Josh Primo and his development, go to kens5.com slash Spurs right now. I've been fortunate enough, Joe, to have many one-on-one interviews with him. Uh, and I'm shocked that Spurs fans don't even realize that this information is out there from his father and his sister's impact on his life to which NBA legend that he looks up to, to how he wants to be more than and seen more than just a three a, a long distance shooter, and so much more. I even got another one coming up soon about another area of his game that he's looking to develop. So it's all there. It's all there. It always baffles me, Joe, when I see uh, uh, Twitter and I see Spurs fans saying like, man, you know, how did he learn to shoot so well? I'm like, well, it's there. It's been there for weeks. Go check it out. Kens5.com slash Spurs. Uh, Joe, uh, what grade are you giving these Spurs at the quarter point of their season? Oh, Jeff, at this point, I mean, I'm going to have to give them a solid D. I mean, there's still a lot of room for improvement, you know? I mean, you like the direction that they're going at the quarter mark, you know? They're trending in the right direction, and I'm sure they can go ahead and e- play even better. But at the quarter mark, they're going to have to get a solid D for inconsistency. I am oh. going to go with the uh, C-. I'm going to be a little bit forgiving. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think even though they their record doesn't reflect it, I think they're a little better than what it is. Um, what what I like about it is that they're competitive. I think that gives high marks in my book. I like the individual development from Murray to even we talk about Derek White coming on. Um, you know, now finally, and the Spurs have definitely transformed since he's been on. We didn't even talk about Yaka Pertle and his emergence. So individually, they're they're playing well. Collectively, they're they're starting to get it together. They we, usually we talked about the word communication uh, early in the season. That game, that word is no longer being used. So I think you're seeing little, little, little growth spurts from this young Spurs team. So I'm gonna give them a C minus. What about you? What grade would you give the Spurs at the quarter point of the set of the season? Let Joe know on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast and me at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Now let's catch you up with some quick spurs and news and notes before we let you go joe so joe uh it looks like that uh warriors dream on green is a big fan of dejounte murray after the spurs win in san francisco draymond gave murray a signed jersey with an inspiring message saying you know like hey you're doing good work keep it up uh looks like murray's getting attention from even his fellow peers joe Oh, yeah. I mean, Murray's been tearing it up. You know, he's almost averaging a double-double. You know, you, you love everything about him. I mean, he's getting noticed at even higher levels than just, you know, from his peers, from his, from his uh, you know, fellow basketball aficionados out there on the court that he plays alongside with. Uh, he's getting looked at by ESPN, you know, Fox Sports. I mean, everybody's getting t- keeping a a really good eye on him and seeing what he's been doing since the beginning of the season so much so that I think he might even get a nod Jeff I'm really crossing my fingers into that coveted all-star game it would be a huge accomplishment for Murray you know and it's a testament to just show how hard he works at at the game of basketball can you imagine Jeff it gets the nod by the coaching, by the coaches to go ahead and oh, that would be great. Participate. I mean, that would be huge. And nobody, be, nobody should be hating on it. Yeah, nobody yeah. should hate on that because exactly. he's definitely earned it. That would be a high point of the season if we have a San Antonio Spurs yeah. in the NBA All Star Game. I mean, there you go. That's That'd the season for me, Jeff. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> in other Spurs news, Spurs great George Gervin is set to be honored by his uh, old stomping grounds out of Michigan. Eastern Michigan University is going to have George Gervin Day. Joe, they're going so far as to have a discount based on his college number, which was 24. Um, so there's a 24% discount on tickets, a 24 section. Um, so it looks like uh, Eastern Michigan University is not forgetting about an old Iceman, uh, Joe. And that's cool, man. I like that. But I I think the Spurs should have gone with the number 44 that he wore for the San Antonio Spurs. That way it would have been a 44. Well, they're they're going, well, yeah, you know, to get a little bit more of a discount. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. But, uh, you know, way to go. Uh, Iceman, you know, definitely well-deserved. It's good to see, uh, you know, some of the OG Spurs still getting that love, even though they hung out. I got to say, uh, say, like the other week, uh, I was over in the studio with our good friend Rudy Campos, and I got to talk with uh, Derek Gervin, George Gervin's Mm -hmm. brother. Cool guy, man. Has good things to say about George, you know. Sometimes he kind of shares some stories here and there that are really cool to hear, you know. So kudos to George, man. I'm really 
really happy for him. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, again, you can see all this at kens5.com slash spurs. Uh, go check it out. There's so much there from what the team said uh, after wins and losses. It's there, there for you every morning to game day previews, which are different. They give you more like five things to keep an eye on during the game. And, of course, uh, a lot of exclusive and original articles uh, from myself, Primo and Wee's Camp and so many other players that's out there over at Kinsfy.com. Uh, Joe, tell us what's going on at Two Shots Podcast once again. Well, like I told you, man, we got a lot of things that we're working on behind the scenes. Been really busy just talking with tons of people about opportunities going on. Um, but we're going to go ahead and have a new episode being released, uh, hopefully by Friday. So keep an eye out for that. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-O, Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to follow Joe right now. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs whenever, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, for your smart speaker to play Locked On Spurs. We thank you for uh, making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every game, every game, every day, every night. We definitely appreciate it. So the uh, Spurs got the Nuggets next. So go check out Locked On Nuggets and see what's going on in their neck of the woods. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs>